Welcome to the Modern Man Podcast with me, Coach Bad News from the Modern Man Club. Today, we have been infiltrated. We have another woman in the house. Miss Ms. Claire Russell, everybody. Hi, Claire. Good evening. Hello. How's good it to going? be here. Yeah, it's good. Very good. Claire Russell is my party, my partner, my partner in crime now. Um... Uh, Claire Russell is on the board of the Modern Man Club Community Interest Company. And um, as from last Sunday, she is the leader of the Modern Woman Club, or the leaders probably. Is that a good word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like facilitator of the Modern yeah. Woman Club, head admin. Um, so yeah, she's running that for us. And it's cool. She's the top lady. So first of all, hi Claire, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. I will. Thank you. Hello. Uh, so I am Claire Russell. I uh, do various different things. I'll talk a bit about the Modern Woman Club and why I'm doing that yeah. in a little while. But um, but yeah, I, I do I do various things. I set a new business up in September of this year, uh, which is um, a business that's all around mental health, about changing attitudes, about around mental health, and particularly in the world of business and commerce. So working with very large organizations and helping them to change uh, culture within their organizations around mental health and to establish a more sort of positive, open culture. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, it's a new business for me. That's something that I've, I've done um, this year off the back of a, um, a fairly sort of difficult journey which has involved all sorts of um different brushes with mental health in different ways so yeah um you've also done some work for the samaritans haven't you you're still involved with them i am yeah yeah i've been uh volunteering with the samaritans for a number of years now i uh made a decision a few years ago to go and train and uh begin to volunteer with the samaritans off of having um, a period of experience in some mental health issues myself. So I had quite severe depression and anxiety going back several years ago now. Mm. And uh, coming through that and being lucky enough to have uh, a big circle of people around me that um, rallied around and supported me and helped me. And, um, you know, I had, I guess I had the language to, you know, describe what, what I was uh, experiencing and to you know to ask for help but I realized that a lot of people don't and a lot of people don't have the support around me that that mm. I did and so I wanted to uh, I guess give something back so yeah I went and trained with the Samaritans and I, I am a very committed volunteer. Did you ever call the Samaritans? I didn't know um, I I was always kind of uh, familiar with the Samaritans and what they did because my um the couple of people in my family were uh involved and and, and volunteered with them and a really good friend of mine had volunteered with them for a long time so yeah. it was always there in the back of my mind from being a child that at some point I wanted to be a Samaritan but I didn't really understand what it, what it was I don't think but it was just there in my mind that it seemed like a 
a good thing to do and 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 as I got older it is a good thing to do yeah and as I got older I um I was very consciously seeking opportunities to volunteer and so it just seemed the obvious fit really yeah how how long have you been doing that for three years three or four years now yeah yeah you do like night shifts and stuff like that that's the pointy end isn't it is it yeah, yeah. So we do, um, uh, we're open 24 hours, most of the branches. There's about 200 branches in the UK and, and most of the branches are open 24 hours. We talk to people on the phone, so we take calls, we respond to emails and text messages and we also receive visitors in the branches during daylight hours but not at night time. Oh really? People um, pop in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, get, we get lots of people that come in. Um, particularly homeless we get a lot of homeless people um, at this time of year particularly um, and we we do a lot of outreach work as well so we go out to prisons and schools and festivals and um, we host events and and we, we go out to train stations as well we do um, pop-up things at train stations where there are um but the train stations where they have particular problems with suicide attempts yeah yeah um like is is there a split between uh, men and women who use use that service uh no no i would say it's fairly equal okay. um yeah we get a real mixed bag of of callers so it's you know it's everything from people that are you know, really at the lowest, darkest place and, you know, are considering suicide and, and you know, want somebody to support them at that time and to talk about what's going on for them. Yeah. Um, through to, we get a lot of older and younger people now. We get a lot of elderly, lonely people um, that really want support and, you know, some some contact with somebody. Yeah. Um, a lot of homeless people it's it's really really varied but i'd say in terms of gender yeah it's pretty equal um it's not noticeably uh leaning in one way interesting i guess it's just kind of like one of those i think we're all really aware i mean it's actually a really strong brand isn't it when i when i come to think of it i don't want to use that word but it but it is i mean mm-hmm. it's a that word is very very powerful everybody absolutely knows what it means but I guess for me, you say Samaritans, and like literally I just think of dialing the, the, the number before I jump off a bridge or something like that. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of the image of it. And just some of the stuff you've just described, I mean, people dropping in, going, doing outreach stuff. I guess it all makes sense for a, a sort of a, a modern organization, um, texts and emails and things like that. Is, that. is that a popular way of people communicating? Yeah, it is. And a lot of the, a lot of this stuff is new and developing. You know, I think what you just described um, is, you know, what the Samaritans was originally known for. Mm. And, you know, certainly when the Samaritans were set up, the Samaritans was only set up in, um, I think it was 1952. So it's a relatively young organisation, but um, it's become a bit of a, an institution, really. Yeah, there's a there's a really lovely story. It it, it was established by um, uh, a local vicar um, in a, who was a, a sort of a parish vicar, and he had a teenage girl take her own life in his parish, and yeah. he 
um, there was a bit of a story behind what you know what had happened and why she had, but 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 the long and short of it was she didn't have anybody to talk to about yeah. what was going on for her, and he made a promise that it would never happen on his watch again, and he established the Samaritans. Chad Vara is the guy's name. He established Samaritans in his lounge with a. Yeah, um, you know, his home telephone, and um, and it and it grew, it grew from there. So you know, in in the early years, it was very much about supporting people that were dealing with suicidal thoughts. But as it, as the organisation has developed, it's become much more about providing support to anybody that needs it. You know, so that it's it's completely a non-judgmental um, organisation. So the need is whatever the need is you know for some yeah, people yeah. it's they're lonely and just need somebody to talk to and for other people it's much more serious um but you know people are, are, are supported equally the text line is something that's really new that was only introduced in the last couple of years um we've been doing email a little bit longer than that we still respond to letters we have one branch in the uk that's really? the correspondent branch yeah <laughs> yeah so one lady that sits in a in a little branch somewhere in the uk and responds really to all the letters yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but but the text and email email's been around a little bit longer but text is very new and it's um the the number of contacts that we're having has gone up tenfold since we introduced text because young people that they want to talk to us yeah interesting very very interesting what is there like um i know because basically the, the kind of the idea of this conversation is to talk about the, the modern man club and, and the modern woman club and stuff like that i'm just trying to find out really at that sort of pointy end I, I, are there any are there differences between the calls of the, the men and the women, or is it just like like you said, just a mixed bag of like all sorts? There is a noticeable difference, um, certainly from my perspective. Anyway, obviously, I can only talk from my own experience, yeah. um, and you know what I hear from other Samaritans. And obviously, I'll just stress the point that every call that is ever made to the Samaritans is confidential. So, course, yeah. you know, we work, we work under strict code of confidentiality, so we never will discuss any specific call, but, yeah, you know, just speak, just speaking in very general terms. Um, something that I've noticed is I've seen a lot of calls from men um, in this kind of mm, mid thirties to early fifties bracket. Um, and there's a there's a definite theme or feel to the calls, which is there's a lot of men that feel uh, lost, unfulfilled, um, just totally out of touch with what life expects of them, or you know what um, what their purpose in life is, and um, and there just there seems to be an awful lot of men that are that are going through that kind of a thing. I mean, that's a, that's a like what you've just described there is a real that's that's a big uh, that's quite deep isn't it you know and i can imagine i mean who where else are guys gonna go and have a conversation like that these days um apart from the man club of course but (laughs) yeah well that's the problem isn't it you know you and i've had lots of conversations about you know the purpose behind the modern man club and Mm. and now the modern woman club and you know that is it that's the thing you know i think that um you know our society has changed so much even just over the last few generations and you know you go back a few generations and and there was a different way of 
um, you know, men and women supporting one another. And yeah. I think that somehow has been lost. And, you know, men don't know how to support each other. They don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know how to be men together. Um, except, you know, in some in some in some ways in a toxic way. And and so I think you know, that you know men are looking for um somewhere to to be and to be supported and to you know to to learn how to support one another again. Mm. Interesting. It's interesting that, like you said, that that that, that it comes through at at, at that end. Because um, yeah, I mean, the, the like I said, the, the post in the man club vary between sort of quite comedic, uh, you know, and lighthearted and and fun stuff to literally someone putting in a post like you've just talked about, which is like uh, usually focused around one kind of area of their life, but. But we get great long sprawling posts by some guys that just kind of like just go Bleh! um and quite clearly they just really well and then they they say it time and time again i am I, I this is the only place um that I could verbalize what 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 I'm going through you know um and do you know do you know what touches me the most? the fact that pretty much every single response on each of those posts says thank you <laughs> yeah. like it's just been a really natural thing for guys to just genuinely say thank you for sharing um because it kind of makes makes us all feel a bit better that a we've got some value and we are all contributing to this kind of space where somebody feels like they can talk about stuff like that but also thanks for making sure that we don't feel alone do you know what i mean or because we can all relate to a certain extent to certain elements of it um, I guess I think, so. It's, I think you're right. I, I think that so many men are ready for that, you know. And mm. I, so I think that you know, there's something very timely in what you have begun doing and what we're now doing with the Modern Woman Club. I think it's, I think it's timely. I think you know, there's a shift, and people are looking for that. They're looking for a change, and um, you know, it's amazing that it's being received so well and you know that people are feeling able to actually really open up and 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 you know be there and supporting each other as well it's cool so mm. watched the the modern woman club when was it was it last sunday last sunday yeah, it's only yeah, just yeah over. we should probably no, we should probably make a note of the date because we should have like birthdays and stuff yeah <laughs> for a party isn't it it's a very good point how have i missed that um right so, um, well, just first of all, let's talk about why. Um, you talk about why. I got, <laughs> we started the first uh, our first conversation was about setting up a charity, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And then I just think from having that conversation, from my point of view, moving forward with the Man Club and, and bringing that to life with the plans that we've got next year to um, with the community interest company, I couldn't the conversations we've had meant that I couldn't think of a woman that got it that really understood how men wanted to have their space and how they wanted to use it and, and the language they wanted to use and, and where that was coming from um, more than, more than you. Um, and then that kind of when, 
the more we kept talking and when we looked at the big picture of what the man club kind of was all about and a lot of the problems that get presented is mainly about you know communication and relationships and yeah. you know, if you take what the that idea of the modern man club is to its, to its ultimate end it seems silly to just have half a conversation amongst yourself because it involves the other half of the population right <laughs> so i guess just for me it makes sense a lot of people still don't get it and and hopefully over 2019 it will become clear kind of what 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 the goal is this being separate but not not divided um but i think it's great now that and and it it really does seem like the women have taken up the mantle and and the energy does feel the same not that i'm in there um, but the feedback I've been getting from women who are, I do, I am getting messages from women who are in there saying it's just brilliant. Um, so I, I'm getting an idea of the energy in, in there. So yeah, t- tell me why you said yes. <laughs> well, I said yes. Um, <laughs> apart from my charm and smile, obviously. Apart from your charm and smile. Uh-huh. I, I said yes for a number of reasons. I, you know, we, we, you and I had had loads of conversations about, um, well, you know, what you were already doing. And, you know, I'm in the work that I'm doing in my business and in the work that I'm doing as a volunteer, um, there's such a focus around, you know, the real epidemic of mental health issues. Mm. There's a huge epidemic of mental health issues. And, you know, not all of that is is obvious and, and seen, but you know, everywhere I look, I can enter in men and women that are experiencing mental health issues that are having, you know, hugely detrimental effects on their lives. And actually, when you really drill down what's going on for most people, and not saying all people, but for mm. most people, um, you know, what underlies that is, is you know, a lack of identity, a, um, a, you know, a not... Um, a lack and not having purpose uh, yeah. um you know it's it's that's what's at the core of so many so many of, of of the of the problems that that people are experiencing and there's you know there's been a lot of talk in the media um over the last year or so particularly about men and men's work and men's men's mental health and yeah. um and i think i think that is absolutely necessary and absolutely wonderful that it's happening and you know as you know I'm massively supportive of everything you're doing because I think it's I think it's needed and amazing um all of those things all of those problems that are happening for men are happening for women as well (laughs) you know that it's it's not less it's just it's just slightly different and and so as you and I had been having all of these conversations in the background I was thinking I need to do something for women. I need to create a space for women where women can uh, talk about the things that are really important to them. And and then, you know, you and I had a conversation and, and then it was like, oh, okay, so I am going to do that. And this is how we're going to do it. Um, so, you know, it's made, it, it made a lot of sense. You know, it seemed like it, it was meant to, it was meant to be. And, it's interesting that you know the conversations that I've had with the women that have joined, and you know we've had a lot of people join the, 
communicate. It's, it's, and, it's, I mean, the, the, the take up was a lot faster. I thought, I thought the men's club was, was fast, but like, how many have we got in there? Over 350? Yeah. Yeah, it's over 350 now. It might be over 400, over there, I think. Wow. Um, <laughs> You'll be overtaking us. It took ages yeah. to build this community, man. We're on about 650 at the moment. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I love that. You guys are yeah, just, so, let me show them men. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have you. So, yeah, so the it, it grew really quickly. You know, there was um, you know a lot of a lot of people joined, and and a lot of the conversations that I was having with with women initially that that were saying to me, "Look, I've actively avoided women only spaces yeah. in the past because I um, I like men. I really like men a lot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to be in a place that um, is all man-hating. And I think that, unfortunately, some women's spaces, yep. and you know, certainly in my experience and in the experience of some of the ladies that I've talked to, they've become a bit man-hating, you know? And that isn't what this is about, you know? It's not about, you know, we, you and I talk a lot about this separate but not divided thing. And, and I think, you know, this is this is a, a misunderstanding and, and something that, you know, people really need to move away from, you know, there doesn't need to be division. You know, what there needs to be is acknowledgement that men and women are different and, you know, yeah. may need, may need different things, may need to use different language, may need to um, support each other in different ways and there's something very very healthy in having a space where men can be to do that together and a space where women can to be do that together that's not to exclude the others it's not to create separation it's not to no. create um, any sort of negativity in fact quite the opposite I think it opposite, you know yeah. by, by, by doing this it allows us to be better partners and lovers and wives and husbands and parents and all the rest of it because we can learn um to understand what we need to know how we need to take care of ourselves yep. now um and also you know how to support the others in our lives better for sure i mean I'd, certainly as soon as i set the the man club up it was feedback that I started getting almost immediately. Um, a, I was blown away by the support I had from women around me. Um, one of the first, like for the first couple of months in the men club, the kind of conversation was going, what are we going to do if the women find us in here? Um, it really took out their turn. The guys were like, oh, oh, every single new arrival were like, I can't believe it. Have we got our own space? What are they going to do? I bet they're out there saying they're going to come and take it away. Um, and I was like, guys, no, like pretty much on the ground, real life real life women that i'd spoken to modern women i would say are like nah cool you guys need this space this is really good well what a wonderful idea and the more women i spoke to about that the more were like actually you know um there are lots of women only spaces but a lot of them a lot of women i knew had moved away from them. there are some really good ones don't get me wrong i, yeah, I know yeah, people that run them um, and there are some brilliant women-only spaces. They don't all go like that, but unfortunately, there's enough of them to. And it's one of those things, isn't it? Once you get bitten, but once you kind of yeah. then tarnish a whole kind of uh, thing thing with it. And and we got that. We've got guy. We got guys that turned up in the men club. Actually, like now, nah, 
we don't we don't agree with this philosophy we agree with people being people and treating everyone equally in the sex so there are a lot, still a lot of people that just don't get it and don't subscribe to that um and that's cool so i just want to go back because I've, I've written it down you, you made a really interesting point earlier about talking to guys and, and one of the things that they uh were, were talking about is having a, a sort of loss of identity um yeah. where they fit in in society and that is a massive problem isn't it it's a, it's a it's a the modern shift away from where we had very clear roles assigned to the genders that at least gave us one one tribe do you know what i mean there was one thing we fit into which came with its own quite clear set of rules um, that we could follow and and we kind of knew where we sat well i say we there are lots of people who felt really uncomfortable in that in that role which we're now seeing um you know lots of the, the whole sort of trans movement and everything else like that we are now discovering yeah. you know it's becoming much more visible to people that didn't fit into those two roles and how uncomfortable they felt with it but for the the vast majority i would say it kept life quite simple didn't it you, you know yeah. um, this is this is who we are we're a man man do this woman do that Okay, we kind of yeah. know, and it was the most basic of, 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 of structures, if you see what I mean, for your entire life, which, which humans really like, okay? Humans do like a set of guidelines and a set of rules. That's when we function, actually, as much as we say we all like loads of freedom and everything, it's been shown <laughs> time and time again that too much choice actually makes us unhappy um, mm. and, and a lack of direction and a lack of focus and a lack of understanding of who we are actually causes more more problems so yeah believe it or not we kind of all functioned better and we were probably happier having that one bit of structure and with that gone um it's i don't think it's a uh, fluke that the, the roles changing and the rise in in uh in mental health issues and, and people feeling that loss of identity i i think the two are correlated i'm not sure about the science related to it but that would be my my instinctual Yes, along with lots of other things like social media and all that sort of stuff. But I, I would say the lack of gender roles is a cause of that lack of I, the loss of identity for individuals. I'm rambling, but I is the same thing happening to women? Oh, absolutely. Of course it is. You know, how can it not be? Hmm. If, if men's traditional roles have changed dramatically and or no longer exist in the way that they did... Well, yep. of course, the same thing has happened to women. You know, it's amazing that women are now able to have careers in a way that, you know, for previous generations, it wasn't possible in the same way. It's amazing that we are seeing more and more and more women in boardrooms of, yeah, yeah. you know, top companies that's amazing but that also comes with a completely new and unique set of challenges and you know I've experienced this firsthand I've done this um and you know it, it it's it's really difficult because if you're um you know you're the 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 career woman and the um you know the person that that earns the income then you know, but you're still expected to, you know, obviously we don't have much choice around who out of men and women bears the children because 
you know, that's how it works. But, you know, so we're still, we still got to have the kids and there's still an expectation or it feels like there's a, an expectation um, generally societally that yeah. you know, we should still also be amazing mothers and nurturers and, you know, trying to find a balance between being um, perhaps what the person that you, you want to be to do the things that you want to be to to you know run a business to have a career um, or to you know go into academia or whatever it is that you've chosen to do and to balance that with the more traditional expectations on you as a female to to be the the homemaker and the mother um, you know that's it's, it's that's that's a real that's a real challenge and and like I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel that that is actually a fairly, um, fairly new thing for women to be able to, to come out and, and talk about. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure whether that's, whether that's true or not, but I've certainly kind of, I feel like it's a fairly recent phenomenon that women have felt comfortable to go, do you know what? Actually, it seemed, it seemed to me that maybe 10 years ago, uh, 15 years ago, it was like the women almost had to be grateful for the opportunity to to work hard and climb up the career ladder and be part of it and any kind of reluctance um to to accept that challenge and accept that role and fight for for i don't want to say equality but yeah equality in the workplace and 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 the the financial um equality and, and pay and everything else like that any kind of doubt or uh yeah reluctance is a good word came under fire mainly from 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 sort of other women and certainly the previous generation that what we did you know we kind of like fought for this for you guys um and kind of rose up raised our generation of of women to be these you know fiercely independent uh women that could compete and show that they you know we we can do the same as men the same as men the same as men and actually without take without considering the mental health and emotional toll that that might take on the individuals from a principal point of view you kind of get it, it makes sense on an individual yeah. uh, uh, from an individual sense i think we've got a um a lot of a lot of confused and obviously w- women that are hurting uh feeling torn is that true absolutely yeah. absolutely feeling torn and at the same time as feeling torn between um you know perhaps what their heart is telling them they want to do and then what they feel society is expecting of them it's then like all of these other pressures you know have have a career be a mum go back to work don't go back to work make sure that you're back in your size eight jeans five minutes after you've had a baby and you're looking amazing and <laughs> going to classes three times a week and you know it's, it's constant and you know that's they're the same sort of challenges that i'm sure men are also experiencing you know you've been bombarded with you know all of these images of what your life is supposed to look like you know you by the time you're in your late 30s you should have a stellar career and you know an amazing gorgeous um husband partner wife whatever um and you know these perfect children and you know a tight ass and da 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 and yeah. it's you know it's it's yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Isn't it? So I've got a question, and and this is something that I, I've been 
been struggling with lately because the more you have this conversation, the more you hear the same thing said over and over again. And it's like, actually, the more I'm, I'm, I, my boots are on the ground and I'm talking to real life people about all of this stuff, I've yet to find an individual that has these, the same expectations that all of us feel the weight of, right? So I'm kind of confused when we say society has these expectations. Who the bloody hell is society? Like if I'm talking to all of these individuals and none of this, none of us actually expect any of this shit from each other. Um, like where's it coming from? Where is this pressure coming from? Because we're not, we're not putting it on each other. So who's doing it? Um, I think it's a combination of things, you know, on an individual level, person to person, you know, Fidel and Claire may not basically bring these expectations upon one another. But I think when we look around us and we look at, um, you know, popular um, TV and social media and, you know, it's it's not really portraying a long life, is it? You know, much of what we see um, on social media and TV and film and you know all the rest of it there's there's a there's a very sort of highly polished um, version of what life looks like so I think you know we're being bombarded, bombarded with all of that stuff and you know maybe we're making comparisons in some ways between ourselves and um, in some ways, uh, and you know our previous generation so I know certainly I look at you know, my mum's generation and my grandparents and think, well, you know, they did all this and they did that. And, you know, I should be able to do all of that and some. I, I think you might have just hit the nail on the head there, actually. Um, because again, on an individual level, we're, we're, we are all quite aware, especially our generation, we are quite aware of the, the kind of the the nonsense of it especially actually social media has played a massive part because we all share it and we all discuss it so openly now that 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 these images are nonsense you know and we don't have to subscribe to them it's a really open conversation i don't know anybody that actually thinks that i think a lot of the pressure does come from the previous generation i mean from a financial perspective and from a, a life standard perspective they had things very, 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 very differently to us in terms of being able to get onto the um, the housing ladder, uh, uh, the, the, the more stable careers, the decent, the pension pots were all, were all there. Obviously, at the tail end of them, some of them, some of them got stung. But prior to that, you know, they were able to work and say that I'm probably going to get lambasted because a lot of them lived through the nineties when when the mortgage rates went up and through the roof. I know my dad went yeah. through it, um, but but they kind of recovered from that and and. And a lot of them are the, the free university was really, really important for their generation, not coming out with uh, laden with, with university fees. And I personally, I, I do, I feel like a lot of that pressure may, may come from there looking at, I don't, I don't know whether they gate, whether they're actually intending on giving that pressure, but certainly when you look at who you really look up to and who you aspire to be um, and who you aspire to be like and what lifestyle you want, it's laid out there in front of your parents, your friends, parents, and, and the, the people that you grew up. That's what is instilled in your unconscious mind, isn't it? From early childhood, the visions that you see, and that's kind of where you are, most people's aspirations come from. Are those well, it's your, fra it's your frame of reference, isn't it? You know, sure, that's yeah. your reference and you know even if that's not really conscious it's bound to to sort of be there isn't it in terms mm. of you know what you've seen and experienced so probably what you think you ought to be 
achieving. Going back right back to the very beginning of this conversation, and I said that you asked me about some of the calls that we have with Samaritans, and I said that there's a there's a theme um, amongst a lot of the the male callers. There's a very specific theme, and it's I've heard so many men say by now I should have dot 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 so by now I should have you know paid my mortgage off by now I should have an income of five thousand pounds a month by now I should have you know achieved whatever position in life or business or career you know blah 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 so that those expect that's coming that's coming from what we're just talking about i think i think well, it I must think that's, because that's they, they, none, none of that is a given for our generation none of it none of it is no. a given for our generation just simply i mean you look around at the amount of time people spend in in a job um between our generation and the, and the previous one you know i think the average was kind of like eight years or eight to ten years or something like that previously and i think now at the yeah. moment i think a 23 year old is likely to switch jobs um just over once a year um, you know i read an article about that and it's just crazy so where's your security where's your pension you know there's there's, there's none of that where are you building a career if you're just kind of like hopping about uh, mm-hmm. again where's your sense of identity i look at my my dad's just retired um, from the University of the West Indies. Um, and he was there for like 15 years, uh, 25 years. So yeah, like that was his, I mean, I, that comes with its own problems, right? When you retire from something like that. I mean, I went out to see him literally the, the week after he'd retired. He'd moved, retired, so he lived on campus as well. So he retired and then sort of had to leave his, his home as well. And he was just kind mm-hmm. of like sat on the sofa just going, well, uh, okay, so who am I now? Yeah. I, you know, at, at the age of 65 or 66 so that, that does come with its own uh, issue and and i know that i saw that with that generation when when people do retire and they're there uh, my previous guys as a will writer speaking to people uh, especially yeah. after they'd retired and left their job their, their identity was so hooked on their job on their job role it was who they were um it had a massive effect when retirement came and hit them and certainly with redundancies and things like that, it would yeah. really take its toll and, and sometimes end up in mental health issues and suicide for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, really common. Um, partic- particularly amongst men, you know, if you look at the statistics, um, loss of a career, um, or job, um, factors very, very highly in, um, men that end up, um having suicide we still feel the pressure of the financial burden so even though women are catching us up in the earning stakes and most of us live in a, a fairly joint earning household lots lots of us live you know there isn't too much disparity between the two um and we certainly for most people both partners do need to go out to work for most people um I think the weight of responsibility sits heavier on our unconscious mind. That that responsibility, really. And this actually, this is a question. Um, I I kind of I'm interested to feel to know where that sits with women and how it affects them. I mean, it was my the reason I've ended up sitting here today was 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 due to financial burden and and my the panic attack that i had when my business was doing badly and the fact that i really did not want to tell anybody about it because of 
the feeling associated with to, to that and my my masculinity of, of who I am uh, the, the, the thought that I'm a fail a failing businessman um, was just so much like a, a successful businessman was so much part of my identity of who I thought I was and who I wanted to be out in the community um, to think that I was failing at that was painfully personal to me and something that I did not want to openly talk about and that was intrinsically linked to my my sense of masculinity is that same that is there that same a similar link now for your generation of women do you think absolutely definitely um yeah absolutely i you know i know a lot of women that feel that feel that, that those kinds of pressures as well i don't think that that's you know exclusive to men i think probably there are more men that feel that kind of pressure still but um just think but the, it's link, definitely... the link to them the, the link to your i think it's the link to masculinity you know it, it's not just about a financial burden it's uh, also linked to how we are still perceived or perceive ourselves as the provider um i think there's obviously still the financial pressures on women. I'm just wondering how it, how, how it sits with their femininity. Well, I think, I think that, you know, I think that that is one area where, you know, we've, things have shifted and, mm. you know, a, a, is it about masculinity and femininity? I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it is. I, you I, know, I think, I think it is for men. I think it's, I think the two that we are, well, that unconscious role, as provider is still is something that we were kind of it kind of sits with us from from day one that little bit is still still trailed still trailed yeah. over for us um but, but i think a lot of women feel that responsibility as well and that's yeah. why i said is that you know as as a as a as a female you know i i have been the provider in in my in my family for for m- most of my adult life and I've got, I've got, can i ask a question on, on that then yeah um, yeah i've seen it and i think it certainly happened in, in my relationship a little bit perhaps perhaps um my my wife was always really really cool about money actually she's weird she still is really really cool about money um and and maybe it was me t- taking that on but obviously financial pressures are a huge reason for divorce um in our, in yeah. our generation and is there is there a little bit of unconscious resentment from women when they do become the main breadwinner or the more consistent breadwinner? As my wife was, she was much more because I was entrepreneurial. Her little business was was kind of smaller than mine. She took much less risks than I did because her thing was just about being kind of like con- consistent with it. And I know she got a little bit frustrated with me and my grand ideas and that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I, I did well, but uh, I, I could see sort of sense frustration from her sometimes, and a little bit of resentment when 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 I wasn't doing well, and it was her bit that was that was keeping us um, that kept us afloat a few times. Um, is that common? Do, do you think that's a thing? Do women look at their men and just go, "Nah, you should be the one"? Yeah, I I think I think it's yeah, I think it's a fair. I think it's a fair comment. I think, you know, in my own experience, I definitely had that. I definitely yeah. had that experience. You know, I, um, I chose to be the career woman. I chose to, um, you know, to, or together we chose to do that. And, 
um, but uh, but uh, definitely um, at times when the the pressure of that got to me, I resented that you know and wanted to, to um, you know to be to be better supported. And uh, you know, having talked to other people about who they were in similar situations, they've definitely echoed echoed that. That's, but that's I think, really interesting, isn't that interesting? Uh, it is. It is. It is. Thank you for your honesty, by the way. That's okay. <laughs> I respect um, that a lot. Yeah. 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 No. It, yeah. That's 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 you know that's 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 the truth. Um, I think that you know for me, my own personal experience of that was you know yeah I wanted to um, you know be supported to do all of the things that I wanted to do, but hmm. um, but I didn't want to carry the burden on my own. You know, I wanted somebody to share that burden with me you know to to provide as well and it, and it is and so kind of if that's how we're kind of feeling um how did you whether you want to talk about this or not but we're on it now how, how do you think that affected your partner at, at, at the time did did he feel guilty did he feel responsible do you think um did he feel bad about it yeah, I think I think so. Um, you know, I'm I, I can't really talk for him, and it wouldn't be fair yeah, for me to. Sure. But yeah. um, but you know, definitely, it had a detrimental effect on our relationship. And um, you know, I'm sure he would look back now. I know he does because we've had the conversation. You yeah. know, he would look back and wish that maybe we'd done things differently, um, and that you know, if if we had have done things differently, that you know, our relationship may have turned out differently from. Um, I, I remember having yeah. a, a really interesting conversation with with Sharon about um, about things. I mean, we 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 had this conversation. Uh, we lived in Spain. When we came back, it was like, right, you're going to go out and earn the money, and I'm going to look after the kids, kind of thing. So I'm going to work part time, but my focus will be getting having work, but it being centered around being the main person that drops the kids off, pick them up, and everything else. Like that you're going to go out and earn the money and, and your, so your work will be the priority. My priority will be the kids. Uh, and we kind of, we agreed on that traditional role that that was, that was going to be it. We, Shan, she definitely wanted to, to work um, and, and, and have a career and, and be involved and not be a, a full-time house housewife or, or whatever. That definitely wasn't her. She had a lot more to, she wanted to offer a lot more than that. And at times as, it, as is the case for a lot of women, actually literally just working to pay nursery fees, uh, to keep yeah. her hand in a, in a career that was that was what it was for a couple of years um but her as when she went self-employed and started running her own business um and when i had those difficulties and decided to change what i was doing and start a new business we had the discussion and she said <laughs> my business is doing really well are we going to swap and the kids were obviously older at that point so needed a lot less but the conversation was okay, so should we swap and I will be the main breadwinner and you'll, you'll work around, around me and you'll be there for the kids. That'll be your priority. And as being the modern man, um, I said, yes, of course, of course I will. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Complete logical sense. Do you know what? I walked out the room, I went, got in my car and it felt like I'd been kicked in the bollocks. Like properly, I was shocked how that conversation made me feel 
Um, it yeah. made me feel like crap. I was just like, nah. And you know, I went back inside and I went, nah, it's not happening. That's not happening. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. She was like, well, okay, you've got a chance. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go with that. But you, you know, you need to put your money where your mouth is, kind of thing. Um, so what was that what was that then i'm really interested to know what that was was that was, was did that feel like you were being emasculated uh, yeah 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 it's all about so you we can talk a lot about what's right and what's wrong and what are like you know i'm a hypnotherapist i completely understand about stuff that's buried in my unconscious mind and that was it that was like root primal no do you know what I mean? That is my thing. As a man, I'm the provider. I'm the main breadwinner. I'm the I'm the thing. My logic brain was like, yeah, of course, it makes perfect sense. Your business is going great. Go for it. You know, I'm really proud of her business, and I, I still am. Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing company. She's done really, really well. I'm really proud of the part that I played in helping her to to, to get it there. Um, and and it's it's just a beautiful thing. And I really wanted to be part of that and encourage it to to grow. But ah oh, no, just no, no. <laughs> even just thinking about it now, I'm remembering the feelings, and it, I I was shocked. I felt that strongly about it because it didn't mm. make no sense. But it was a real attack on 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 my identity and my masculinity for sure. I know we have we have this conversation in the man club, and lots of people will use their logic brain as they do on Facebook and go, oh, of course not. Da, 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 da. But I defy them when that situation actually arises to to not get a sense of that. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think for you know not all men, but I think for a lot of men, hmm. um, you know the reality of that situation, the theory of that situation, yeah, um, is one thing. But then the reality of it, I think, is 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 quite another. Mm, interesting. It is interesting, and something we shall no doubt talk about uh, a bit more. M- moving yeah. on a little bit, then. So, in in the women's club. So like a lot of the focus, one of the things I get a little bit of a bee in my bonnet about is whenever we talk about anything to do with men and men's problems and issues, it always comes down to mental health. And it's just like, absolutely, men have really like normal problems as well. And they don't all come down to men having poor mental health, you know. Um, that poor mental health is an outcome of the problems that, that, that need fixing. So we, rather than trying to fix mental health, why I talk about prevention rather than, than cure so much. Yeah. So what, I guess what are the, I'm trying to find out what the differences are in terms of how mental health is discussed in, in the women's club or amongst women. I know for men, because of this talk in, in society and on the telly, we're all talking about men's mental health. So in the men's group, we do talk about mental health quite a lot and what causes it and, and what our issues are and, and how we're all feeling. We talk a lot about that. Do women talk about their own, do women talk about mental health as much? Is there still a focus on mental health? amongst women um there is there is but i think probably similarly to what you found in creating this space for men is that that actually they're talking about um you know the underlying things you know the stuff that's going on for them the Mm. the real the real stuff you know one of the a really good friend of mine i um told her about the modern woman club like a couple of days before it was launched yeah. i was telling her about it and um she said i don't want to be in it i said what do you <laughs> don't want to be in it she said i don't want to be in it um i you know i i just i don't i just think it will be um you know the wrong kind of place for me and um you know i don't want to be talking i don't want to be like 
man bashing. I don't want to be like yeah. people just moaning about all the things that are wrong in the world and with being a woman. And I, and I said, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be like that. Her. I like her. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I like her a lot. Um, and, and, um, and, and, and it has, it's not like that, you know, it's a, um, the stuff that's coming, that's coming up and the stuff that's being talked about, it's everything from, you know, the serious list of things to, you know, serious issues that, are, that affect women. Um, and, you know, there's some direct speaking to mental health as well, but it's not, you know, it's not the main the main thing it's interesting because i don't i don't hear that out in the open whenever i hear actually conversations about mental health it does just seem to be focused on men uh and i'm kind of wondering obviously we take that one we take that snippet of of the suicide rate disparity uh between men and women and i think that's that's kind of like the number that seems to be uh the driving force behind so many movements and actions and stuff like that but, but i wonder how pivotal how important that num that that it, number is no 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 that number is misleading um you know yeah it's awful it's awful that nearly six thousand men mm. um not nearly exactly but out of those six thousand people in in the uk that die by suicide every year that 75 percent of those are men that's dreadful what it doesn't tell you is anything about the number of people that attempt suicide. Yeah. The number of people that attempt suicide is 20 times that number. And if you take overall the, the numbers of people that attempt suicide, it's pretty equal between men and women. But the reality right. is that men... Um, Are better at it. ...die by suicide more frequently. Um, and that's just down to um without getting into the more it that's just down to the 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 way way they choose to go about that is different so you know very very many women attempt suicide and and don't die um and you know you look at you look at numbers of the prevalence of every single common mental health condition so you know general um, generalized anxiety disorder and depression um, and you know, other, other common mental health issues some of those some of those conditions affect far more women than men um, but overall when you take the top three or four conditions it's fairly equal between men and women you know it, they they affect men and women similarly um, it, it another way that, that the numbers can be quite misleading is that um, more women receive treatment and mental health conditions than men. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't mean that men are not experiencing the conditions. It just means that they don't seek treatment. They don't go to the doctor and get help. Um, um, I, I think, <laughs> I mean, we had a little poll, you know, I asked, I asked it outright as a question, you know, what um, are you any good at asking for help? Uh, and it was loads of honesty. Which is just basically no. No. I'm not better at it than I used to be. Uh, it was pretty common. I'm not better at it, but generally no. And then I followed yeah. that up with a little poll of, um, you know, are you going to be using either a business coach, a personal trainer, or a, a personal development coach next year? You know, as a, as a sort of plan. And the, again, the over, it's really funny. The overall 
uh, winner by a country mile was yes, a business coach from all the guys in there that, that run sort of companies. And it's funny how kind of like there are specific things that it's okay to ask for help in. Um, yeah. If I have a business coach, it means, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got ambition and I'm growing my business kind of thing. But for most people, the problem in their business is them. Yeah. Uh, it's got, <laughs> with all coach, coaching is something about uh, most, most of us know the answers ourselves within ourselves. And so coaching is about drawing, drawing that out. And, and I reckon most people know how to run a business what they don't know is how to get themselves to run a business properly mm. so it's interesting in the way that, that yeah you talk about men not, not asking for help yeah i think that's a it's a, a that's a an issue that we will be discussing more um within the club are women any good at yeah. it though are this as our generation of women are they just as bad is this a masculine trait that they're that they're taking on as well i don't know um i think i think women generally speaking are better at asking for help than than men i think you know you you make it's a generalization isn't it but i think um i think you know it's a pride thing it seems to be it seems to be that you know uh, typically um men are you know too proud to ask for help um feel that they're failing in some way if that's for help and, and that doesn't seem to be the case so much so with women i think women um my my female clients normally get in touch with me they go yeah we want to work with you and then pretty much we just start working together and they agree with it most of my male <laughs> clients take about four contacts from them they'll <laughs> ring me up and they'll go yeah i've got this problem and then it's like i'm like yeah cool okay well yeah we can help you with that and then they go yeah but kind of i think i'm all right i think i know how to do it myself actually i'll be i'll be fine <laughs> thanks for the thanks for your time if i do get it if it does get worse i'll i'll give you a bell and then they'll message you about a month later and they'll be like well, yeah 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 it hasn't got any better and i'm still kind of like but yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll i'll figure it out um <laughs> and they probably wait until they just can't it can't it can't do it themselves which is an interesting little process, an interesting little process. So let's talk about next year quickly, because I know we need to wrap it up. We're rambling on a little bit. Um, next year, we've got That's some events. We've been planned, here for about two hours. Hey? <laughs> so I think we've been here for about two hours, I think. We could do, we could do. Um, I Ram- want to talk about mainly... Rambling away. We've lost you a little bit. Mainly I want to talk about the uh, separate but not divided event that we've got planned next year. I'm just looking up on my little board. 22nd and 23rd of June. Uh, We're going to do a little joint event, which will kind of be the culmination of of what we're doing here, which is spending a day separate on a Saturday where women will go and do their thing and men will come and do their thing. Um, And then on the Sunday, we will come together and do our thing uh together i've uh i don't know if you know or not but i think i've booked the band um for for the saturday night (laughs) (laughs) they're good they're good they're good they're 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 a couple and they're they're both in each group uh so i think that's pretty uh i think very symbolic so (laughs) that's cool that's that's saturday night so now that was my priority to be fair Uh, (laughs) good to know you've got your priorities right yeah, but I'm really excited about that, and I'm 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 really looking forward to it. And I, I think already I put I put it in there, and it seems to have the most people have responded to wanted to come to that one. Funnily enough, in the man's club, <laughs> uh, it's really cool. I think. Hmm. 
I think it will be a beautiful thing to see. I am looking forward to opening up those channels and communication. And obviously, we've done the little swapsies with the with the questions in in the two groups that yeah. were rather longer and wordier questions of one side yeah, of A4 yeah. and the men's simple sentence <laughs> questions yeah that's that's been quite that's been quite amusing but I was gonna I was gonna bring that up I was gonna say you know I think what I've, what I've noticed is that there's um there's a real interest certainly in the women's group there is a real interest in um in sharing ideas with the men and in um, in in learning about what's going on for them, and I, I wish I could say the same for the guys. As, as certainly initially, I'm going to be honest about this. There's a few guys that have just opted out. They're just like, yeah. no, I mean, like this was our space, and now they're coming in and us and, and bloody nagging us in here. Um, <laughs> so that was that was some genuine comments. You know, it was like, listen, we've come in here to have our male only space. You know, it's our only little bit our only little corner of the real life or the, or the universe where we can just come <laughs> we certainly don't want to answer any questions from from women in here there's, there's, there's a few guys that's completely just opted out they're not going to do it um which is quite but that's, but that's okay that no, 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 I, think it's brilliant. That, I love it it means a lot to me because i think the two groups are different in that fact uh, that for a lot of guys a lot of the women in the women's group they know that there are those opportunities out there and there are those women only spaces and they potentially maybe have more groups of friends and, and have that opportunity to talk about stuff possibly a bit more than yeah i know a whole swathe of men in in the men's group just don't have that opportunity elsewhere no no you're right are we going to talk about the other events that we're going to do next yeah. year okay come on then let's do it Shall i'll run down the dates and those. so uh, on I, I march the 20th First, we are going to have the Modern Man Club live uh, meetup, which will have some amazing speakers. Uh, the themes running throughout all of the events will be health, wealth and relationships. So we'll have speakers looking at those three key areas of life um, for everybody. So Modern Man Club live March 21st, Modern Woman Club live April the 4th, the separate but not divided joint event 22nd and 23rd of June. Then to round up the year, we're going to be doing running two retreats, uh, practically somewhere warm. We're going to have the Modern Man Club retreat on the 27th and 29th of September and the Modern Woman Club retreat on the 8th to the 10th of November. Put those dates in your diaries, gang. Um, come and join the clubs uh, on Facebook, Modern Woman Club forward slash Facebook or for Facebook groups forward slash <laughs> the, the Modern Woman Club. Uh, likewise for the men, the modern man club, type those two things into the search bar at the top of Facebook and you will find us. Yeah. Yeah. And get the, get all of those dates in your diaries. They're amazing events, aren't they? They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah. And I yeah, think we're really going to do good. this a bit more often too. The debates. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we should. Cool. I think, um certainly um quite a lot of the the ladies that i've spoken to have really liked that idea so i think yeah we could have some cool debates on some cool topics be good stay tuned everybody right thank you very much claire lovely as always to talk to you rather good doing it in this official capacity i'm looking forward to doing this a bit more yeah. with you and uh yeah thanks for joining me have a good evening bye everybody thank you very much bye